Today on Locked on Rockies, recapping the first week of the season. What have we already seen from the Colorado Rockies? What can we expect? The health of Herman Marquez. The outlook from some of the Rockies pitching staff and a really interesting point made by Renee Descartes in her Rockies pitch newsletter. We're going to talk about that and more on today's episode of Locked on Rockies. You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Rockin' on Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 17th day of February in the year 2023. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You are in the right spot because that's what we do around here. Let's talk about the Colorado Rockies each and every single day. You can find us free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. All you got to do is search Locked On Rockies and you'll be taken to where you need to go. You can also find us on YouTube, Locked On Rockies there, where you can be part of the live chat and be part of the show when we go live. And you can ask your Rockies questions and have them answered live here on the show. Today's episode of the Locked On Rockies podcast is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Today's episode of Locked On Rockies, we are going to be talking about the first week storylines. Yes, there's already things to talk about when it comes to the Colorado Rockies, even though the season is very, very new and there hasn't really been much official action. But the biggest takeaway and the biggest thing of note, I think, from this first week is something that you never want to see. You never want this to be the way a season starts for a player, especially a player as important to the Rockies as Herman Marquez is. And Herman Marquez is going to apparently miss the World Baseball Classic due to some issues with his hamstring. And that's unfortunately a, a terrible uh, injury and a terrible disappointment. He spoke to Danielle Allen Tuck and more on Twitter. You can find uh, more there and, and, and expressed his uh, disappointment with not being able to do it. They, they do say it's not going to impact his start to the season, but it's still not the... I was really hoping, we did a whole episode on this, and I, and I was hoping to see that this was going to be a thing, especially for both Herman and Kyle Freeland. And unfortunately, it ended up being what seems like to be a very frustrating process for, for both of them now uh, with, with Marquez being unable to, to go due to tweaking his hamstring and uh, Kyle Freeland being initially left off the roster and only being back uh, uh, let on due to an injury to Nestor Cortez. These maybe that it might come back in the sense that they've already are dealing with, uh, you know, some sort of disappointment or adversity early in the season. And it'll help challenge them to kind of get things going a little bit earlier. But I was really hoping to see Herman Marquez get some opportunities, especially since with them going to use him out of the bullpen, uh, that would have been an interesting spot for Herman to come in into some high leverage, high intensity, interesting uh, situations where the, the the Rockies could kind of have gotten a, a nice little look at what's going on uh, with Herman and uh, what he is in fact doing. 
and, and how he's uh, handling. Maybe he is getting those uh, new pitches and things of that nature. Uh, it's 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 a bummer, especially because Herman is so important for the success of the Colorado Rockies this year. I mean, he is absolutely critical to the success of the Colorado Rockies this season. And uh, there was a good piece uh, as well in the uh, in Purple Row. We we might get to it, but uh, if you want to read more about uh, you know. Even if the Rockies need, uh, you know, get the bounce back from Marquez and Freeland, they're, 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 the core rotation still needs work. That's something I think we'll dive into a little bit more in depth. But the good news, at least to come from this Herman Marquez news, is it's not super serious and he should be ready to go for uh, the start of the season. And it's not going to impact his, uh, uh, either they're going to they're gonna pull back on bullpens. And uh, so that works. But again, I think that's a it is a disappointment. It is a bummer. I think that I guess the door's being left open for him to go and pitch in the uh maybe the second round if they make it. Uh that that's a possibility. So we'll we'll see what uh what what happens and what comes from that. But something obviously to watch already throughout now we have to watch throughout spring is the health of Herman Marquez and uh is that because we now, if it's if it, if it got tweaked, can it get re-aggravated? It, it, you know, hamstrings with pitchers—that's a pretty darn important thing. So hopefully, the Rockies are going to be able to to, to iron it out. It's just an early season uh, kind of little tweak, and, and there's something with this full spring training with the with the longer kind of a, a extension time, and the fact that the Rockies are still, uh, you know, a, a, a good month and a half away from playing real uh you know playing regular season games Herman Marquez should be able to 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 get back there especially if uh, you know it, they're just saying it is a tweak maybe it is something that I'll just need a little extra time a couple of weeks here and then he gets his innings ramps up closer too but uh you know one thing that I guess you could infer maybe from that is uh is less likely Herman Marquez is the opening day starter uh, probably a good chance the Rockies go Kyle Freeland again anyway. Uh, they they love Kyle Freeland. Uh, they they put him. They had him number one in the rotation last year. I, I I don't see necessarily why he wouldn't be number one in the rotation this uh, coming season as well. Herman would be my only other option. It's it's between those two guys to be your opening day starter. I don't think there's really any other. Uh, Jose Arena would be a shock. Uh, if he if he has that good of a spring and that good of uh, of everything to, uh, to 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 get the opening day starter, but that would be cool. I mean, if he if he impresses enough and and he and he does enough to to do that, that would be the Rockies putting a lot on Jose, which which maybe that's what what he wants, or maybe Jose is perfectly fine in uh, in his current position of where he's at right now in the rotation. So that's storyline number one for the Rockies uh, from spring training. Let's get to storyline number two for the Rockies here as pitchers and catchers reported this week. But before we do that, got to tell you about our friends at uh, Built Bar, actually, first. Uh, but today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Uh, but our friends at Built Bar got you covered. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all of the fat and calories, then you got to try a Built Bar. There's so many things you need to kind of keep things moving throughout the day. And uh, Pick Me Up Treat is one of those things. And the Built Bar is perfect because it comes in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, uh, cookies and cream, coconut puff, and, and brownie i mean there's so many options and guess what 
Here's the macros, folks. 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And here's the kicker, too. They're all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right. Real chocolate. There's even more flavors, too. You can see them all at Built.com. And Built.com is not the only place you can get Built Bars anymore. No, no, no. You can find them at your local Sam's Club. You can also find them at your local Walmart. So why don't you go pick up a four-bar box, or maybe you're interested in grabbing that 13-bar box. You can find them, Sam's Club, or your local Walmart today. You can also see all of the good stuff at Built.com and all the available flavors, macros, and a whole lot more at Built.com. And you can thank me later. Want to thank you for making Locked On Rockies your first listen of the day. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming services. You can make Locked On MLB Prospects your second listen of the day. The Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, and Locked On Nuggets podcast have you covered for more Colorado sports coverage here on the Locked On Podcast Network where you can find your team every single day. Our team, my team, your team. If you're listening to this podcast, most likely it's the Colorado... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the blah 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 the blah, the blah, blah 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 that's the friday uh the, the 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 friday tongue for you there the colorado rockies is what i meant to say and uh, we're talking early storylines here breaking down the first official week of the season for the rockies we just talked about herman marquez and his health a hamstring tweak getting in the way of him pitching in the world baseball classic and the start of his spring training the Rockies have a lot of uh, – we're, we're going to kind of stick with some pitchers here. There are uh, a lot of interesting options. The, the, the Rockies have a lot going on when it comes to pitchers. And uh, the, the, the Rockies have a lot of uh, interesting things to watch for the Rockies as well. Of course, uh, the, 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 the new pitchers, the new ones, including – Suter, Brent Suter is uh, is one of the pitchers that the Rockies have and uh, one of the pitchers that is pretty excited about what he's doing currently with his pitch mix and uh, and something that I'm really, really exciting as well. And because uh, this is interesting, this was a guy that was beloved in uh milwaukee a long time long time brewer let me i'm gonna make sure i have that right yeah he was he was on the brewers forever and uh he was let's see baseball reference here he has pitched with milwaukee at least in some capacity since 2016 with uh if going i think that he was he's been in the majors every year did a little bit of time in the minors, uh, looked like a 19, uh, but spent the last four seasons with the Brewers. Uh, and again, it has been decent enough. But Danielle Allentuck writes that he's got a new pitch and he is falling in love with it. And it's a pitch that I think is a critical one. I think it's a pitch that is one that is so important to have in your arsenal. And if it's a and if you have a deadly version of this pitch, it's might be one of the best pitches in baseball potentially and uh let's uh just read here the denver gazette here from uh danielle allen tuck here brent Suter needed to find a new slider grip 
He was going through a rough breakup with his old one. Just his, things just weren't working out anymore. His pal Taylor Rogers set him up with a new one, hoping to help him break out of his funk. So Suter took it out for an afternoon, thinking no harm could come from a casual session. Right away, the birds started to sing. The sun started shining a little bit brighter. Suter was in love. I was like, I want to get engaged to this grip, he said before throwing his first bullpen member as, as a member of the Rockies, and then I married it. Now Suter's taking his redesigned slider to the Rockies, where he hopes to find that same lust for his new team as he did for that pitch. He spent the first 11 years of his career with the Brewers, seven of which were in the major leagues, before he was non-tendered by the team in December. It was another hard separation. It was the only organization he'd ever known, and he loved Milwaukee. He was very active in the community, serving on the board of the Urban Ecology Center. But sometimes a breakup can lead to a glow-up, and that's exactly what Suter is hoping happens here. I'd be honest if there wasn't a flood of emotions about missing Milwaukee. It just started hitting that I'm not going to see these guys every day, he said. I'm super excited to be a Rocky, though. This team is capable of some really special things, and I'm really excited to be a part of it. Um, so let's just kind of talk there, and, and, and let's talk about how important it is to love a pitch like the slider. The slider is just it seems to seems to be the most effective pitch in baseball. Seems to be the one if you can have a slider that is deceptive and keeps hitters off balance and covers different parts of the zone and you can throw it with consistency, it's just such a good pitch to have in your arsenal. It's so hard to hit. You can throw it with high velocity. Pitches that have that you're able to throw with a high velocity with movement are the best. A, a fast, like a hard moving fast pitch. I mean, pretty obvious, right? Those I I love as much as fun as it is to kind of watch big looping curveballs or some stuff that goes a biting slider, even if it doesn't have a, a huge drastic amount of movement or, or or is kind of hard to follow. It's going to be something that is critical, especially when you're coming out of the bullpen. If they're already, they're only going to have limited opportunities to go against you anyway. You already need to go in there. They've had some chances to come in and have some at bats anyway. If you're going to be able to come in and throw some nasty, velocity dripping, moving sliders, it's going to be huge. It's going to be a little bit tougher at Coors Field seeing how the ball moves and such. I think that's one of the big things that that we've seen. And I think we saw a lot last year when Herman wasn't able to get the pitches to move as much as he wanted to on what I don't know if they were necessarily the slider or if it was just the other versions of the fastball, but when I mean the, the problem was when the Rockies were hanging them, they were banging them last year. They, they the, the when the Rockies missed they missed poorly. So it's encouraging that maybe Suter is already going through that situation where he's missing and people are hitting his stuff. And now this is the opportunity to change things, especially with something like a new grip. And I think this I think Suter is going to be a name that we're really going to 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 focus on and hear a lot about. The the Rockies getting two longtime veteran bullpen pieces on their team throughout this season. I think has good potential. I, we, I've talked a lot about Denilson Lamette, but now that we have Brent Suter too, the Rockies didn't have this type of veteran pitching in their bullpen last year at all. That should give you some sort of stability, and it should give you also pitchers that, that understand and know the situation. So I'm kind of hoping that for Suter, who, when you look at some of his stuff, especially in the past couple of, uh, you know, in, in the last seasons, he's had, he's been fine last year, 3.78 ERA over uh, 60, uh, 66 innings, 
Uh, he did give, uh, let's see, he had 53 strikeouts in that time, down from 69 in, in 2021. But he's been able to keep striking batters out and, 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 and really had some good stuff. He was good in that, that pandemic-shortened season uh, as well. The walks here, man, that pan 38 strikeouts to only five walks for Suter there in, in, in 2020. 53 strikeouts uh, to 22 walks for uh, for Suter last year. He also gave up 58 hits in uh, the 66.2 uh, innings. So not necessarily incredible numbers, but when you're thinking about for the Rockies, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, his his line last year of overall 5-3, 3.78 ERA, uh, and a whip of 1.200. Let's compare that to the Rockies bullpen from 2022. Let's see here uh, how they did, how they performed for uh i think uh daniel bard would be someone that's probably going to be your your the, the one that was uh better in terms of of performance daniel bard was great last year and who and that's exciting too but um anyway the uh, I'm, i i don't have those stats up in front of me and let's see if i can get them. i was trying to get and let's see eh, anyway it might be too much it's it's a solid line and and to be basically my point is him feeling confident in the slider and the possibilities with the slider and uh, just kind of hopefully taking that mindset of, of changing of, of change and hopefully the change is better, but we also don't want him to, to miss out on, on what's been good. So I think watching uh, how the, I think something like that, keeping an eye on some of these new pitchers is our second storyline of the week. I wanted to do this last one. Maybe it's not so much a storyline, but it was a really interesting point from Renee Descartes Rockies pitch newsletter that I want to talk about here in just a moment after I tell you about our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. The midway point of the NBA season is here. Well, I think it's is it technically a little over with the All-Star game. It's basically right around there. All-Star game is this weekend. Uh, and now there's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Let's take a look here and see what's going on on FanDuel when it comes to the Denver Nuggets. Well, I guess it's it's let's let's see here cuz uh it's going to be not a lot of basketball action I don't think tonight cuz they are getting into uh the All-Star game. I don't think they actually I think all the games already wrapped up. I think there are the uh skills categories that you can get in the uh money line and is plus 130 for team Giannis, team LeBron at minus 154, but why not let's take a look at the Avalanche here against the Blues on Saturday. Uh, over under six goals currently and uh, looking like the spread plus one and a half there for the Blues. I why not bet abs? I mean, that's not a great bet in terms of uh, winning a lot of money, but bet abs. Maybe get into a single game parlay, which you can do at FanDuel. It's safe. It's secure. And you can get your no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. 
We are talking Rockies baseball here. Want to thank you again for making Locked On Rockies your first listen of the day, free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. A rock on to you as well, Eric Harper. You can join Eric Harper and all of the other Rockies fans in the live chat when we record our episodes by subscribing to the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel. Then you'll know when we go live. Wanted to talk about an interesting thing I saw in the Rockies pitch, a baseball and fandom newsletter from Rene Descartes here uh, to in segment number three, because I thought this was interesting and it's something that I considered, but it is something that uh, kind of makes sense and something that you'll pay attention to here. Uh Let's see here. If you guys didn't see the Rockies hype video, it was really cool. It was really exciting. Obviously, the hype stuff is always a good, good time. Uh, Anyway, the uh, Rockies focus on a player. The first player they focus on isn't any of the big names. It's not Chris Bryant, and it isn't who Major League Baseball and a lot of people out there have 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 set up to be the big the big storyline or the big name for the Rockies, at least the new exciting name for the Rockies, Ezekiel Tovar this season. The first player they show is Zach Veen. And when I read that, I thought that is fascinating actually. Because think that's a choice. As someone who makes content, as someone who does things, as someone who produces things, that's an active choice to go right there. And why Zach Veen? Because right now, at least with the timeline, I I totally believe and, and agree. Renee goes on to say it, it, that that Zach Veen will be with the Rockies in in twenty twenty three. But is this signaling maybe sooner rather than later? I don't know if I want to go if one frame in a hype announcement trailer before any action has happened at spring training, but isn't it kind of interesting that you focus on Veen? Like, are they already maybe cracking the door open for Veen to break camp with the Rockies, especially with the Gritchick injury? Do the Rockies go completely young in right field and mix things up, especially now that you're going to have Randall Gritchick out for so long? But you have all these other players that you have to figure it out. Why start with Zach Veen? It's just, I mean, maybe it's nothing. It really could be nothing. It really could be that they liked the the setup. But it is an interesting player to start your spring training hype video on. A player that potentially might not even break camp with the team. A, a, A player that the average Rockies fan might not even be familiar with enough. You know, a, a good chunk of them will. I, I I should say the casual baseball fan in Colorado that likes to follow the Rockies because they're the baseball team in Colorado. I think maybe that might be the more fair way to say it other than like, if you're if you're a Rockies fan and you at least know enough and follow enough, you, you probably know at least the name Zach Veen. But prospects, you know, you never know. It might not be how it is. So... It's just that it was just and and then uh, Renee does some good work and and goes in and describes more of of her thoughts on what it is, but it's something that, as uh, as Renee puts it, the Rockies are leaning into, and something I think that's worth kind of just at least pondering a little bit, like out of everybody, 
you'd kind of think Chris Bryant would want to be the focus, right? Which, by the way, Danielle Allen Tuck did tweet out a video uh, today saying that uh, she uh, that uh, she watched she was watching BP and uh, Bryant is healthy, full participant. I mean, that's that is good news. I mean, that's another storyline to follow there uh, uh, for for the Rocky. Let's see here. Cassidy Dean says Veen was drafted ninth overall in 2020. He's 21 years old now. If he has a year and maybe this one, the management may see something in him. Well, it's impossible not to see nothing in Zach Veen. I mean, he has been tearing it up. That's what's the reason to be excited about these Rockies prospects is I I don't think everyone really knows like what these prospects debuting for the Rockies, especially when they're kind of uh, when when these offseason or preseason things that have been made about the Rockies. Rockies have had some players that have tore up the minor leagues. Of course, the minor leagues and major leagues are completely different and things have to go well. And the Rockies are going up against some really good teams, especially in their division. But these are players that at at their when they have competed on the field, your Tovars, your Zach Veens, your Tolias, your your Monteros, when they have played at the minor league level, they have been successful. And we have seen flashes of them be successful at the major league level. Remember Ezekiel Tovar going yard last year in his little cup of tea in a place called Dodger Stadium? I mean, that's uh, Tovar there's a lot there. There's a lot of potential, and there's a lot of upside. Now the question is going to start being, where are they all going to play, and how soon are you willing to pull the trigger on on clearing up space for them and making sure that they have more room to play? But first week, at least in the books for the Rockies, at least for now, I'm sure they're going to do stuff over the weekend, I, I know, but for at least us following along and doing Rockies podcasting, That will do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Remember, we're back to five episodes a week. We are bringing you Rockies coverage each and every day here on the Locked on Rockies podcast. You can find us free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. We are also on YouTube where you can be part of the live chat, just like Eric Harper and Cassidy Dean were today. And that's where you can find all of our episodes as well. Like I said, free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. We're on Twitter as well. Tweet at me, L.O. Rockies. uh, Let's see. What is it? Yeah, L.O. Rockies, uh, I believe. Man, I'm so rusty. Let's see. Is it L.O. underscore? No, I think it's just L.O. Rockies. See, that's why it's been my offseat. Yeah, no, it's just L.O. Rockies because that was part of my thing. I told you yesterday I want to get the uh, I want to get the uh, Twitter back up and a little more active. So we'll be doing that. You can tweet at me there. You can tweet at me at Paul Holden 33. Give me your questions, your comments, your thoughts on the Rockies as well. And I want to make uh, thank you for making Locked On Rockies your first listen of the day. Go check out Locked On MLB Prospects, or you can go ch- check out the Locked On Broncos, Locked On Avalanche, or Locked On Nuggets podcast. And folks, until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.